Welcome to the Second Mix Podcast, where we reflect, revise, and remix our lives. My name is Matthew Bennett, and this is episode 18. I am glad to be with you today. Visualization is probably my top number one technique in terms of usability and versatility. I actually learned this long ago, and throughout my life, it's been exceptionally helpful. Since my real journey didn't begin until a couple of years ago, I can reflect and see how many other places... I could have used visualization to remix things in my life that would have gotten me better results. Visualization, as I originally learned it, is a technique where you essentially practice in your head. So there were stories about Vietnam POWs who spent five years in a prison camp and came back as better golfers because they spent the entire time visualizing practicing their golf swing. I cannot and will not verify these stories because first and foremost, I have my own story that's hard to ignore. I was so scared to get on the stage to sing at 16 or 17 years old. I was very fearful of that. Not singing with the whole choir when I was in with the group, it was totally fine. But envisioning myself alone on the stage, singing a solo or even speaking, I got nervous just thinking about it. The Christmas before I turned 18, my father bought me a set of motivation tapes for my age group. And much of what I learned, I neglected to apply. But I did apply visualization, and it's probably because the example that was used for visualization applied directly to me. The speaker, Bob Moad, said, Do you know that some musicians, instead of picturing how nervous they'll be on stage, will picture how comfortable they'd be? While they practice their instrument, they also envision themselves being absolutely comfortable on the stage. And I thought, wow, this is something that I can do. And from that day forward... Every single time I practiced the piano and sang, I was mentally on the stage doing what I was meant to do and completely comfortable in front of an audience of thousands. I could hear the coughing in the crowd between the songs. I could hear the applause. I could see the joy on the faces of the people hearing the music. Every time I practice piano still and sing alone at home, I am on stage in front of people. From the day I began visualizing, I have never been nervous on stage. To a fault sometimes. I would do things on the stage that I should not have done, but I was so comfortable that I did them. Nothing evil or crazy, but it probably didn't look too good to reach inside my shirt and scratch my armpit. But visualization was the complete and utter destruction of a negative script that I had going on in my head. I am nervous on the stage. That was only true because I believed it was true. And I acted out of my perceived truth. As soon as I visualized being comfortable and saw that it actually worked, I replaced it with, I am comfortable on the stage. And from that day forward, I believed it and I have lived it. I still do. Throw me up there with a piano and microphone in front of millions of people and heck yeah, I'll play and sing. I might even scratch my armpit in a moment of unawareness. My second run-in with visualization happened during martial arts training. Some it, it seems kind of naive now, but when I began automatically blocking punches or doing some move correctly after practicing it 500 times, I was surprised that it worked. But you carry out what you practice, and you can practice in your head. And I wondered how far I could carry this. Could I take situations that were frustrating situations that happened in my head, and instead of playing them out as the loser, could I play them out in my head as the winner? What if my boss yells at me or my coworkers all begin to make fun of me? 
what if this or that bad or uncomfortable thing happens to me? What about this one thing that I worry about all the time, even though it's unlikely to ever happen? Can I imagine those situations in a new way and practice a well-thought-out version of what I would do? If I practice enough, will that be what I actually do if the situation arises in real life? The answer to all of these questions is yes, visualization will do that. We have all rehearsed before with our parents or significant others when we had to tell them something that was difficult to say. I, I picture myself driving home from a car after getting in, in a small accident and having to tell my dad and rehearsing what I was going to say. And we've all been there. We've all done something similar to that. And we can apply that same practice to the rest of our lives because this technique can change almost anything in your life, anything that's going on in your head. Write down the things that you currently believe about yourself that don't actually have to be true. Beliefs that you just don't have to believe anymore. Things that just aren't true. Question what works in your life and what doesn't and question what controls your attitude. Things like this. When my spouse acts like this, I get angry. Or you can say anything about me. Just never call me stupid or I'll whatever. These are buttons to be pushed, and sometimes we create them just so we can say cool things about ourselves, which actually aren't all that cool. Or we saw somebody doing it in a movie once, and we adopted that attitude for whatever reason, and then we end up believing these scripts, and that's a dangerous game to play with your mind and with your life. But these things, though it takes some time, can be dissolved with visualization. You can say... When my spouse acts like that, it doesn't have to mean anything to me. I don't have to do anything. I can completely ignore it or confront it in an entirely new way. How about you can say anything about me and get rid of the whole just never call me stupid thing and just say you can say anything about me and you're not really going to affect me all that much unless what you're saying is important and relevant to me and you're trying to help me and you have my best interests at heart. That is my new button. Instead of saying don't call me stupid or something like that, I say, say whatever you want about me, and if I know you love me, and I know you have my best interests at heart, then I will take what you say into consideration and see if there's something that I need to change in response. Or I could decide not to change in response. I don't have to react. And sometimes we don't consciously select our buttons. It, it doesn't matter. Visualization will dissolve all of the buttons that you are able to find. I believed that I had certain buttons, that if they were pushed, I would definitely act in a certain way, and that's how I lived my life. I can't tell you how happy I am to have ditched all of my buttons, or at least all the buttons that I've discovered so far on this journey. I am actually looking forward to finding more and rewriting that code as well. I'm looking forward to reprogramming my response to these situations. It is pure freedom to be able to say, I have no buttons that you can push. So visualization is versatile because you can practice your real life situation in your head, like rehearsing a speech and visualizing not only how well you do, but how good you'll feel doing it. But you can also practice for any situation that you don't like or don't want to happen so that if it does happen, you've already prepared a response. You won't be left floundering because you've already worked out what you would do. When person X does this, instead of overreacting, I'm going to do this. You can visualize being the person you want to be instead of living out all of your negative scripts. We're all so full of the negative scripts that we still believe from the past, and we can start to work on those. And finally, you can use visualization 
as a strategy to build good habits. If you want to go to the gym every day after work, you can mentally rehearse getting in the car, driving to the gym, working out, and then getting home. And when all of those excuses pop up during the day, those amazing reasons that your brain will pull out of the bottomless well of excuses to not go to the gym, instead of having to fight the impulse or trying to talk yourself into it, just fill your head instead with a rehearsal of getting in the car, driving to the gym, and working out. So how can you apply visualizations today, this week, this season? Will you rewrite a story about something that you constantly worry about? Will you examine the things that make you angry and write a new story about how those things just don't make you angry anymore? Will you mentally rehearse finally picking up or dropping that habit that you've thought about for years? Click on the link in the description and it's going to take you to the Second Mix Facebook group and tell me what you're going to change through visualization in the near future. I'll let you know mine on that page in the group and we can talk about these things and cheer each other on. Thanks for listening to the Second Mix podcast. Once again, I am Matthew Bennett. You can grab this transcript on the blog at secondmix.net. If you have any questions, please send me an email at matt at secondmix.net. I would love to hear from you. Please give me five stars whenever and wherever you can and subscribe so that I pop up on your phone first when a new episode comes out. If you know anyone who might find this information helpful, please join my mission and tell them about this show. I'm going to be here every Monday and Thursday until the glitter from my children is all gone from the house. I like that one so much, I had to use it again. Take the steps that will make your week incredible. I'll be back on Monday this weekend. Continue reflecting, revising, and remixing your life. I'll see you soon. 